This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy! It is the Chicagoverse podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists in industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black, welcome to Chicago. Dynasty Podcast, keeping it going tonight. Haima Black, here with, I want to make sure I'm getting your last name right, Mary Minikov. Yeah, there we go. I go by uh, Mary Mel because I think it was just so much easier like for... For people to get. For people to get, yeah. Yeah, 100%. No, I, I totally get that. Black is not my real last name because it's just, it's hard. People will mess your name up. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like trying to like, I don't even know how to, I'm trying to like post this video right now. Like, tune in. Yeah. First off, you know, thank you for coming up tonight. Yeah, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So you are someone who literally, like, I ran into like a week ago, you were <laughs> outside here in Pilsen, you were working a Vans event. Uh, I think it was like a photo walk. Yeah, it was a photo walk. And I was actually the MC and the host for one of my interviewees, uh, Lena Tsvor, who is an amazing photographer in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of helping out. And it was an amazing event. Absolutely amazing. So we're walking by. It's me and, and one of the contributors to this podcast. And uh, I was wearing the hoodie I'm wearing right now. And I swear I wear other clothes. It's just <laughs> when we're doing the broadcast, I wear a Dynasty shirt. But I, we're walking by. We kind of are looking at like what the event is. Yeah. And you look at me and you go, because I'm wearing a Dynasty podcast hoodie, and you go, oh, my God, do you like podcasts? And I'm like, bro. <laughs> this is like my life. Yeah. Right, it's my life. So like we started talking yeah. and then I find out that you have a podcast. So you have a podcast called Fast Fashion Podcast. Bring us into what that is. Sure. Um, so it's actually, we're rebranding right now. We're in the process of it all. Um, I, don't, I think I can say it, what mm-hmm. the new name is going to be. Um, it's going to be called Candid Creator. Um, when I nice. first, yeah, it's, it's it has a really nice ring to it. When I first came on the podcast, um, I was actually recommended by someone and I was just kind of finding what I wanted to do with life. If mm-hmm. a lot of people can relate, like yeah. who really knows what they want to do? But when you when you do find your passion, it's almost like a spark. It's like a love at first sight kind of thing. Yeah. And I, I the first time I got on the mic, I I I realized like, damn dog, like this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I'm sure you probably found that with your career as For well. For sure, yeah. It's like it's almost natural, you know, and basically what we do, we kinda kinda we kinda do what you do. Um, well and it's like uh, but we have interviewing creative people is not like a concept where I was like, this is my grand idea that no one else has ever had. Right, right, yeah. exactly. Um, we cater to women um, from 18 to 34 years old. Um, mm-hmm. So our de- that's our demographic. And um, the podcast, um, it's run by a company called What Are You Wearing, which is like an online fashion forum. So okay. think of like a who, what, where. Sure. But we include, it's like me talking shit already. <laughs> no, 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 no I include, love this. You've got such a strong elevator pitch right off the bat. Yeah. And that's what you have to have. Yeah. When you're doing any creative work, whether you're selling T-shirts or making a podcast or doing videos or whatever, exactly. you don't want someone to be like, "So what do you do?" And you're like, "Well, you know, I'm, you know, I don't know." Right. Kind of, yeah. Like you want to be like, "I do this thing. We cater to these people. This is the message. This is our target. This is how we activate exactly. it." Exactly. You can check it out here. I think it's because I, I really like, I really like what I do. I'm, yeah. I'm very blessed to be where I'm at. I think it's because I worked so hard. Um, 
coming from like an um, immigrated family. I wasn't mm-hmm. even born in the United States. I was born in Israel. And my family's from Russia, so I'm Russian and Israeli, wow. which is super sexy, and I'm so proud of it. <laughs> I love You're it. You're like, shout I, out me. Yeah, like, lahaya, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, I absolutely love what I do. And um, so back to the company. So it's like, kind of like an online fashion forum, and mm. it, uh, it just my boss, Parisa Knox, um, she's everything. She's absolutely everything that a boss can be and she's like my second mom and she saw huge potential in me and she she has another company called RLM Media um, which is a media buying company but this is also like her baby where um we're we're kind of in startup mode but we're really not because I think we we bring something completely new to the table where we include a lot of diversity and we Mm -hmm. um not that a lot of not that other fashion forums don't but some really do lack it, you yeah. know. Now, so there's a lot to unpack there, which is great. I right. love that. We're, I'm not worried right. about running out of things to talk about with you. <laughs> so let's kind of like take this bit by bit. And we always start very early on. So like bring us into where you are when this conversation first starts happening. Were you looking, were you thinking like, man, you know what I want to do as a podcast? Or had that idea even occurred to you? Or Right. So when I first got onto it, I, you know, the name kind of like, I was like, okay, so they only interview um they only interview people in fashion. Right. So uh, I kind of took my own twist into it. And I think that's why my boss really like started believing in me because I just brought so much new flavor onto that. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love the Chicago culture. It's a great it's, time it's, here it's right an, now. It's a wow. It's yeah. great. And there's so many people on the come up. And it's funny because the first. Oh, <laughs> Penny does this once a show. She comes up and says hi. <laughs> this is great. So when I first I first got on it, I was actually I had already one person in mind that I really wanted to interview, which his name is Amir Trip Trip mm-hmm. Heavy. Shots out, that's my boy, um, and he's an upcoming Chicago rapper, mm-hmm. and um, he's so good. And I I discovered his music, and I was like, yo, let me bring this guy on, and let's see how this goes. And it wasn't really uh, essentially. She, she told me they weren't really focused on only like fashion people, but. But that's how it started off. But sure, sure, sure. So, but, and then I started bringing on like really cool people. Like we we had fo- photographers like Alina. Mm-hmm. We have entrepreneurs like Nathan Michael who started a uh, low res studio. Right. Um, You've had a lot of musicians. On. A lot of musicians because that's my that's my shit. Like because right. I used to sing and I when I came into college, you know, alcohol, whatever, all that jazz, kind of. Um, brought my voice down a few octaves and I can't be a soprano too anymore. But you know what? You got a good podcast voice. I, I like discovered like... that later on in life. I, I, you know, I find like the, that that's like one of the biggest compliments. No, I it's guess. really true. Like you yeah. have a very, um, I'm like, I don't even know what the descriptor would be, but like you've got a lot of character and personality. You definitely, you're not monotone. Thank you. Like you're, because I was listening to your podcast today. I always do my due diligence before we talk to somebody. Yes. And like, I was listening and I was like, man, like, you know, she's really confident. And that's something that I hear, because um, I'll listen to a lot of podcasts, and not every yeah. podcaster is confident, mm-hmm. but you had a lot of confidence. You you definitely had done your prep for the interviews I listened to, yeah. and you had a voice where you were not afraid to be, like, in the mix with it. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, I think um, uh, the reason why I love it so much is because we get down to, the, like, the nitty-gritty things right off the bat. Because, yeah. yeah, I could start off by asking you, like, where were you born? Um, what all that jazz? You know, I know where you were born. I looked it up. I right, looked right, it up right. on articles, and anyone else can. But why, 
Why do you love to do what you do? Because it's so hard to make it out here. It, yes, and no matter what you're doing, whether you're doing film, fashion, film, comedy, music, fashion, it's just hard right. to do creative work uh, creative and make work, it sustainable. Right. And actually, like doing your passion, and I think it's I, I appreciate it so much because I get to do that. Right. I literally get to do that, and with our society being so focused on capitalism, and and it, it just it is what it is. It's so everything's about money. Right. It's just so hard to make it out here. So when people give everything to their passion. I, I'm all about it. Like, I can talk about it for days. So yeah. that's why I love when the people that I bring on, it's like, seriously, like, how do you do it? Right. You know? and, and it's a really valid question because this yeah. is, um, and I was telling Oreo a second ago, like, I teach a, and I, I bring this up every episode, but it's like, I teach at Columbia College and I teach an entrepreneurship class. Yeah. And it's not geared towards one specific concentration. It's like, you have comedy students and film students and fashion students. Yeah. But the thing that they all have in common is just that it's like, it's really hard, yeah. and you have to hustle, and you have to hustle nonstop. You can't just be like, well, I did one great thing, that's it. Like, yeah. It becomes this thing that even if you get it right you know, right now, like, what are you going to do in a month? Because it's mm -hmm. it's just this climb, and it's it's really exhausting doing creative work. It's very exhausting. It's not something that, Don't unfortunately, even, damn. Yeah. can make... Yeah, I mean, and you know this. So it's like when you're, when you're sitting with people, you know, and, and you're starting to answer this question already, but, like, what's the story you want them to tell? What's the story? Essentially, I want I want I want them to kind of bring out like their passion through their craft, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to know why why do you love to do what you do, and why 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 like, are you fighting this uphill battle every day? Absolutely, and honestly, I, what you just said, like. Um, it's it's really exhausting to be in our industry. Yeah. You know, it's first of all, no one understands that networking is a job. It's exhausting. It's I'm essential. exhausted. Like I'm even exhausted right now because of like this weekend, this past week. Sure. Because you're constantly going to these events and you know, it's it's go, 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 and you don't even want to miss it because it's like I, I just came here and I met really dope people on that couch over there that could probably like I would be friends with because we're in, all in the same industry and well we, and any one of them would have been a great guest for your podcast. absolutely like Wesley absolutely. from these days DJ yeah. Oreo it's like yeah and it is a very small community in Chicago. absolutely but that's why I love it yes I agree I think we that's a stick selling together point. like it, because we it's not it's it's much less competitive than like. Um, at its best, it's collaborative. Right. It's a lot less... Well, I'll tell you this, because I'm, I'm older than you. Right. I don't mean that in a condescending way, but it's like, I remember in like 2004, 5, 6, 7, everything was so competitive. Yep. Everything was very cutthroat. Yeah. Everyone was like, no, fuck you, I'm doing this. For real. And yeah. it's not like that now. Everybody yeah. wants to build together, mm -hmm. which is so much better. Yeah. So much better. I think it's, um, it's less competitive, absolutely, and I just... The vibe in Chicago is so like uplifting because we all want to help each other. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, I it, it it's a win win for all of us, and you know we come from the same community of hardworking people. And I already know if I meet you, and like, not that I'm like you know putting everyone in Chicago in a bubble, like as if people in New York don't bust their ass. Every no, no, no. Day. But it's different here. It's really different here. What I like <laughs> about Chicago, and I've I've built my creative career here. I've never gone to LA and New York, and I love those cities. I'm not knocking LA and New York. Those are great cities to mm -hmm. be active in. But what I love about Chicago is it is so much easier is the wrong word because it's a lot of work, but it's so much more attainable and realistic to build a company here. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people go to LA and New York to work for someone else, which fair enough. Right. Nothing wrong with that mm -hmm. model. 
But if you want to build your own blog, podcast, video series, fashion line, film, career, yeah. whatever you want to do, venue, like you can do it in Chicago and operate on your own if you're somebody who will bust your ass and I agree. Want, has that fire. It's I agree. harder to do that elsewhere. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm like intimidated by those cities because I actually, when I immigrated to America from Israel, I came to Brooklyn first and it was mm-hmm. just for like, like a year or something like that. But I have my family there too and I go back like three times a year just to like go meet, my, go visit my friends and it's like, you know, like it's really nice coming back home and just having that like home feel and like every I know like I know so many people here. It's not I, I wouldn't say that I'm comfortable here. It's just like I know exactly where I'm at. Yeah, absolutely. Now what? I, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say like I'm where I was going with that is like I wouldn't say I'm intimidated by LA either. I just cannot see myself vibing with the women there as much as I vibe with the girls in Chicago because everyone is, you know. There's a maker culture here. Absolutely. And people are so real here that we do not take bullshit from anyone. And it's so exciting because it's like when you try to stunt like and you try to front like someone that you're not, we're automatically like, why? Right, you get called out right away. It's just me. Like, why are you trying to act like someone that you're not? Like, come on. So that's why I don't... it's not almost intimidating LA. It's just, I don't. It's a different culture. It's a different culture. And, you yeah. know, people have very, very specific agendas there. And here it's very much like hard work. People hard just want to work. work. That's the thing. The, the end yeah. goal is people want to work. And the reward is to get to continue to do more work. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, what brought you to Chicago? Like, you know, so you come from Israel, you land in Brooklyn. What brought you over here? My dad. Okay. <laughs> my dad was like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm do- I really don't want to pay like $10,000 of rent for like a box to live in. in, a, in Yo, an from your mouth, yeah. Right. So he's just like, all right, I want like a picket fence, grass that I can mow, and a garden that I can grow. So like... Chicago. He this- right. He moved us out to the suburbs. My dad's like an electrical engineer. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and I couldn't keep away from the city, honestly. So that's why I wanted to go to school at DePaul because... Um, I'm actually graduating this June. I cannot. Congratulations. Like, peace out of there. Sure. <laughs> because they're taking my soul, essentially, like with my all my debt. And it's it's our producer so Natalie across the table is starting at DePaul this fall. Oh great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not uh, it's a great school. But you know what? That's college. It's That's a, college yeah, everywhere. It, essentially yeah. my dad really was about it because um <laughs> you're you're investing in a network because DePaul has an amazing network. Yeah. It's crazy. Like the companies there, the people, like it's it's a really, really good school. Um I wouldn't I'm I'm knocking on it. It's just because sometimes I feel like I'm not getting my money's worth out of like the education. But who who else doesn't feel like well, that? Well and that's a good point. And I'll say this, you know, and I'm somebody who teaches college, but I tell this to my students all the time. I'm like, look, if you and I'm not I'm not accusing you of this, but in general this is what my mm-hmm. advice to college students to go, if you're just showing up to class, you are a hundred percent not doing enough. You have to show up to class, you have to network with your peers in your classes, you have to network yeah. with your instructors, you have to obviously go to networking events. You Mm -hmm. have to start building your own channel. You have to build a portfolio. You have to get an internship. You have to travel for blah, blah. And, you know, you have to do all these things. And it's like, I think that, and I think there's a lot of students who aren't told that. They think if you just show up and get good grades, that's enough. But it's, it's, unfortunately, it's not enough anymore. Like, you have to do all these things in college and like you know that you're building your own your own brand and your own channel and your yeah. own voice. Yeah, it's um, it's yeah, it's tough because I think there's just there's a lot of problems within the school system. Meaning like 
I was just talking to a professor about this, and I think DePaul really lacks this, is checking their freaking professors, meaning check themselves, because it's like, you have your tenure professors, and well, sure. come in, clock out, get their money's worth, and then they get out, you know, and um, I have, literally, I have this firsthand, I have this really terrible professor right now, and my $3,000 worth of a class is going down the drain, because she's terrible and it's just i get what you're saying like right, right, right. you know course, network with everyone right, right. but there's again there's like that that there's that space where it's just like there it's off the school system is just so off and i don't think that they listen to the their students i think that's really 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 crucial and you know i started teaching so i'm 35 right now mm-hmm. i started teaching about 5 years ago so probably somewhere around 29 30 31 yeah. somewhere in that space so i'm still at the age where like i'm not like I think totally dis- and you know I'm always interviewing young creative people yeah. so I think when I started I wasn't disconnected from like you know maybe the cultural conversation a lot of college students yeah. were having and I feel really fortunate that I started when I did because I really again I don't know if it's just because I connected and I've had a lot of student contributors on the podcast as interns and producers but mm-hmm. like when I teach, I do listen to my students and I recognize how important that is and yeah. how much they know that I don't know. Yeah. And of course I know things they don't know, but I, don't, I never go into a class being like, all right, everyone shut the fuck up. You guys don't know what you're talking about. Like, exactly. no, like right. I recognize that there's so many talented individuals and even if they're younger, that doesn't mean that they know less or that they d- mm-hmm. they're not going to know things that I don't know. Well, you you know, know, my mom used to say, may she rest in peace. She, um, she used to say the, the greatest thing that you can do is just just listen. It's so important to just listen. And I think like I carry that skill Mm -hmm. that she taught me in my interviews because it's just shut the fuck up for two seconds. (laughs) Just shut up and just, just listen to people because people just, it's very easy to talk about yourself. Very easy. And you know, to uh, forecast your opinions on everything all the time because we were all egocentric at some point, but it's just the one of the biggest skills and the the most helpful skills that you have you're gonna have in life is just to listen to people. A hundred percent. You're gonna learn something eventually. Yeah, I promise. If, if you think you're the smartest like, person in the room, like you, you, a you're probably wrong, and b correct. you need to learn from other people. Exactly. Yeah, I couldn't agree with more. Yeah. So when you are hosting, you know, like bring us into the evolution of so you get selected to host a podcast. Um, are they booking guests for you initially? Did you start right off the bat booking your own guests? Like, did you, were you nervous when you were conducting your first interviews? Sure. Yeah, wow, this like brings me back and it's, it hasn't even been that long, but I do everything. I book my guests, I do research, I um, like, I write up all my scripts. Sure. Um, and my boss is really good at, I learned so much from her because she's, she's a marketing genius and First of all, I'm really bad at writing. I'm a terrible writer. Just thank God this is my profession. Yo, straight up, I'm in the same boat. Like <laughs> it takes me so long to write something, but I yeah. can I've done a 10-hour broadcast before and yeah. I can just talk, 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 yeah, talk. Yeah, talk. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I thank God. I'm I'm I think it's because one, I, I have like 10 different languages in my head, first off. Mm-hmm. Second off, like I my thoughts are running 10,000 miles an hour where I can't put it on paper. It's, I don't know how to explain it it's, sometimes. It's faster to just get it out verbally. For sure. 100%. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, that's I, I do all of that, and I, I do the marketing images. I come up with different concepts. I, I handle all the socials. I I do everything. And it's, I'm, your, it's your brand. It's, it's my baby. I, yeah. I know I said it's my boss's baby, but I, it really is my baby because, like, I'm so lucky that, like, she... 
that she got me to just, she gave me that creative freedom almost. You know, yeah. she gave me everything. Oh my God. Like, I'm so grateful for her because, like, if I worked for a company, you know, you're so limited sometimes as to what you can do and what you can't do. So, the, she literally gave it to me as a present of life. She's like, okay, here you go, bitch. Fucking do it. Like, if you want this so badly, that's well, that make is, it. it's so valuable. 100% what you just said. It's so valuable to just be able to give people the opportunity to do something themselves. Yeah, and just prove yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, uh, so when I was looking at your Instagram for the podcast and I was, like, doing the research, like, it looks like, are you doing it out of WBZ? Yeah. So Shots how out. did that happen? Is it part of WBZ or just using the space? Or we're what's the... Yeah, we're using the space. Um, it's all of our good friends at WBZ. And um, we have, like, our sound engineer, Colin, who mm. is the best. And he's, like... He's amazing. But my boss's husband, um, Leary Knox, he's on the board of the board of WBZ. So right. um, they're very tight. They have great connections. And we're just so grateful that they even let us have a space there. So it sounds really good. Like the actual sound quality. And, and I, when I started doing yeah. this podcast, I was working at a radio station. I was using their studio on the weekend. And they're gone. I can say that now. But like I was using their studio <laughs> on the weekend. Yeah. And so I'm not saying that I sounded amazing, but people would listen. They go, "Your podcast sounds really good. Like the sound quality right. is right. Like You're not like immaculate. filming it out of like a potato, right? Right. And <laughs> like, I was just like, you know, we we know what we're doing, but right. like, but yeah, your podcast sound quality is so great, and the fact that you have WBZ, I'm sure that adds so much legitimacy because if you're anything like me, sometimes it is a little bit of a task to explain to people, like, come be on this podcast. This is what a podcast is. Yeah, yeah. It's actually, it, it actually is a task. And also, when we first started out with um, having the name Fast Fashion as opposed to Candid Creator, mm-hmm. um, it was people that I wanted to interview, like rappers and, you know, uh, just people in, like, the music scene. They didn't really understand, like, why do you want me to be on here? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why after we, uh, I've kind of proved myself. And you uh, you eventually start building, like, a portfolio. And 100%. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. you kind of have, like, your credentials and stuff. And it's very, very important. So once you have something to present to someone, when you're asking them, like, please come on, like, it's, it's either you get it or not. But it, your work speaks for itself. Yeah, regardless absolutely. of the name. So, you know, it's, it's sometimes we are limited, but I've gotten really lucky. I was going to say, like, I was looking at your list. You have about almost 50 episodes, and you have some really, really stellar guests. And I'm not even saying, like, stellar in terms of, like, oh, they're Beyonce and they're famous, but just in terms of, <laughs> like, the... <laughs> but no, but the caliber of who you're bringing on in terms of their accomplishments mm-hmm. and their insights... It's a really strong list of creators and individuals. Yeah, I'm it's actually a good portfolio. I'm really proud of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, a lot of that is, again, going back to networking. No one understands how important it is, but you have to bust your butt and you really, really got to get out there. I got a lot of those people because I went out to Sub T or East Room or. Of course, you know, East Room, yeah. Or, yeah. you know, where people are, like, there's so many amazing, like, people. Uh, Amazing right. artists and, you know, but then again, it comes with research. Again, no one understands how much it takes to really get someone on your show. Like, I understand. <laughs> no, uh, it's, sorry, sorry. No, but it's, it's a lot. People who are lot. not in the industry. Sorry. It's a lot. And especially like it, I've been on both sides. I've done radio and I've done podcasting. And I'll tell you this, booking guests on radio was challenging sometimes. And that was like, come on this multi-million dollar radio station that broadcasts to millions of Chicagoans. Right. And sometimes that was an upsell. This, where you're like, come on my digital internet, blah, blah, blah. Boy, holy shit, sometimes that can be like a thing where people are like, what is it? But I will say this, and I don't know how it's been for you. It's become a lot easier come 
uh, comparably in the last few years because now so many more people know what a podcast is. Do you find when you're explaining what you do to people, they're like, oh, I love podcasts. Absolutely, yeah. And So jealous because I had to go through like, this is what a podcast is. No, absolutely, because they're getting so big now. But I wanted to tell you when you were mentioning that, first of all, I talk about this on my podcast as well, it's a numbers game. Like it's so frustrating because people see it, you know, when you're trying to build up your followers on any, anything, like any social Mm -hmm. media network, it's, they all of a sudden they see like, oh, less than a thousand followers. What the fuck now? Like they don't even want to come on because it's, you're not worthy. And that's the type of society that we live in is like, you are defined by numbers and it's so frustrating, but at the same time, it's so motivating trying to prove yourself to, build to it. people. But you're right, like people aren't really gauging things by the caliber or the quality of things as much as they just go, oh, well, this person has 150K on Instagram. Sure, I'll do it. They're not right. thinking like, well, what's the quality, quality of, this of this brand, this, exactly. of this work, of this experience? Exactly. Um, so yeah, that is, I, I get it. It's a frustrating thing. Yeah. But I think you've done, you know, and again, like I just met you, um, but from what I can tell from looking at your presence online, from looking at the caliber of your podcast, from listening to it, it's like, it really feels like you've done a really strong job, especially building this on your own for your first podcast, man. Like, you've built an impressive caliper of guests, an impressive presence online. It looks and feels and sounds very professional. Thank you. In all sincerity, it looks like somebody who maybe had been doing this for five or 10 years or, like, Mm -hmm. you know, already came from, like, corporate radio training or public (laughs) radio training, but you're a college student, and I don't mean this dismissively, but you're a college student who this is your first podcast, and man, like from from someone who knows this shit, you, you got it right. Thank you. In Thank all you. sincerity, like that's that's podcasting as much as anything else. It's hard, you know. There's challenges. There's, yeah, it 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 really all comes down to how how hard you work and how how yeah. how much you put yourself out there. And it's it it sucks. It's exhausting. But I really I'm seeing big things coming out of my work. I just mm-hmm. got my full time offer. So it's my first full-time with, offer with as a big girl. With the company? Yeah, with, yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So I'm literally getting to do what I love and getting it, money for it. It becomes your portfolio. Yeah. The, the whole reason I'm, I don't come from education. The whole reason I'm teaching at Columbia was because they saw that I had built, and again, five years ago, mm-hmm. podcasting was very novel. I mean, it still is, but it was, it was so uncommon then. They yeah. saw that I had built already somewhat of a career and a portfolio from that, mm-hmm. that got me a teaching job. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's, yeah. as much as any other portfolio, it can open doors and, and land yeah. things for you. Absolutely. So yeah. what's on deck for you? You know, the podcast is out now. You're rebranding the name. Uh, what else is on deck for you in terms of, like, where you want to bring this? So um, what, right now we're really focused on the rebranding. Like, the marketing images for that are going to be insane. Um, every, every single detail of a podcast um, and just a brand sure. has to be so calculated and so perfect. And I'm like, I'm insane. Like, ask my boss. I'm so detail-oriented <laughs> that, like, she's just like, Mary, you really need to just, like... No, no, but that's how you have yeah. to do, like, you know, the Twitter and Instagram and Facebook yeah. and live stream and everything needs to have that visual and auditory continuity. Mm-hmm. It needs to have that, like, brand yeah. feel to it. Do you know how many times I want to, like, chuck my phone across, like, the room? Like, because it's so... It gets so mentally exhausting because... Everything is so high speed right now. It's just right. like you have to keep up with people. There's so many people in Chicago that are on the come up, and it's like, it's it's a never ending thing. It's never anything. Thank God, I, I'm gonna have a job for a while because they're just gonna keep coming and coming and coming. But it's just, eventually, I'm just gonna have to. Have, I'm, I'm gonna try to build a team because. Yo, uh, a million billion percent. Anything that anything that works about Dynasty Podcast, mm-hmm. sure, some of it's because I work hard, but. 
I have a great team. I mean, in this room, we have PJ and Natalie who do a ton of creative booking, and they really handle a lot of artist relationship yeah. work. And they're both younger than me. And again, I don't mean that dismissively. I mean that they're going to be plugged into things that I'm not plugged into. I've had so many great contributors over the years, and every time I work with somebody who has a skill set that maybe I don't have, or they have a complementary skill set, or they have that drive, my work becomes better, 100%. So yes, when you build it, as hard as you're working right now, and as much as things are activating for you right now, when you build the right team, you're going to be like, holy shit, this is steroids. Right, you right. Know? And it's like, it's crazy like to think about, like later on, I'm probably going to look back at it and be like, how the hell did I do this all by myself? It's because you're young. It's because yeah. you're young and you have that energy. And like the older you get, because I'm, I'm 35, I've done this for 20 years, it's like, I still have that energy. I still feel like that 15-year-old kid who was starting mm -hmm. his first radio internship. But at the same time, like, yeah. my body's like, yo, it's nap time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? it's, so yeah like, it's like 9 o'clock already. Let's go to bed. Yeah. So the fact that you're young and you have this drive, like, yes, build everything you can from it right now. And then as you get older, you plug in the team, you have people who are helping with things, and then, and then it continues growing. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait. I'm yeah. really excited. Yeah. I think this is great. The podcast right now it's called Fast Fashion, but uh, again, it's pivoting. The name is going to be Candid Creator. Candid Creator. When is that happening? So that is happening. It's going to start in, um, I think, like August, middle of August. Okay. August is we're going to start bringing out. So it's, yeah, look out for that. That's exciting. We'll yeah. reshare this episode, of course, when that changeover mm -hmm. happens, man. But um, I'm so glad that you, and like you said, the networking thing, I'm so glad you took the initiative to be like, oh my God, you're wearing a podcasting shirt. Oh my God, how embarrassing. You're also, wearing your that own was podcasting faith. shirt. That was faith working in both of our favors. And yeah. that was whoever the universe kind of brought. Again, it's all like, it's part of a plan. And it's, it. it's that Chicago is small and it's easy to connect with people Absolutely, here. yeah. Um, but I'm so glad that you started the conversation here. And I'm so glad you agreed to do my podcast, man. And, and really, like, you're doing very cool work. From one podcaster to another, I appreciate the hustle and I recognize how much work you're putting into it, man. So keep it up. Thank you. You too. I'm so, uh, I love this. Like, this is no competitive, like, weirdness. It's all love. And no, I'm, it's just too small for that. Yeah. And it's like, and also, God, it's like, I don't know. I've just been doing this so long. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing yeah, this yeah. so fucking yeah, long, yeah. man. Um, but I love it. And it is really cool to see other podcast creators because... You know, uh, when I talk to someone like you, I can be like, oh, my God, you're going to get that it's hard to book guests. You're going to get that it's yeah, hard to do this and that this is a I thing you need to I love taking advice. For. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel, you know, I do a lot of panels and workshops around the city. I feel like we'll get you on a panel or something if you're ever down because absolutely. you have a lot of insight to share. Yeah. And I, I, I hope we'll do cool things together in the future let's with collab. podcast platforms. Yeah, let's I love do it. it. Um, fast fashion, and then later this summer, it's going to be called Candid, Candid creator. creator. Um, I love it. Uh, Mary, thank you so much for coming up here tonight and being on Dynasty Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcasts. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the dynamic dynasty, Dynasty Descend. <laughs>